Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co-host of the podcast and entertainment director at Fansided, Cody Schultz. Um, And we're going to talk about a few shows coming back this week. So, Cody, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to new TV. It feels like we started... (laughs) Started 2021 with like that nice post winter break law. And finally, we've got a ton of new shows to kind of dive into and enjoy. Um, so we've got Fox's 911 season four and 911 Lone Star season two coming back on Mondays, which is going to be the first time the shows air back to back and kind of give them their own one Chicago kind of night where you have two franchises coming together. I think that's going to really help the ratings there. Uh, the other big release we've got is Walker series premiere is coming to the CW. Uh, which is, of course, Jared Padalecki's first post-Supernatural role, which I think everyone's kind of interested after 15 seasons of Sam Winchester to see how he tackles this brand new character. And then I think the other big releases are, are of course, Riverdale season five and All-American season two, which we're going to get to dive into a little bit today. I know it feels like so long since they've been on just because they had their early hiatus seasons where they kind of wrapped the show early. So it feels like it's been so much longer since we had the new episodes. Uh, oh, so I know. Or two with Riverdale as it like comes back. Um, just, I think that you nailed it first off, just like new episodes. I feel like, like it's been sort of like an open wound with like the show, how it ended last season. It was an okay ending. Like it worked out that season, I think it was episode 19, right? That, um, that they ended on. It was like sort of like a little bit of a conclusion that could like, go I don't know for an extended break like make you wonder but it's just felt like weird absence in my life that I've gotten so used to watching new like episodes of Riverdale every Wednesday from like October through now and then it would be coming back for like the second half of the season and so it's been really weird having like these months of like no Riverdale (laughs) what about you though yeah I think it's gonna be interesting I think what I'm most curious to see is because they have the three episodes that were meant for season four like pre-pandemic, like we've got senior graduation, we've got senior prom, all of these like big final year moments. And then we have this huge time jump coming. So it's like seeing how this pieces together with like the start of the season. I'm excited to see how like some of these iconic moments. Um, Cause so many shows it's like you skip through and it's like, oh, we're going to jump past prom, jump past graduation. And I love that they're actually going to do episodes built around these. Cause I feel like for a teen show, like these are essential moments that you have to kind of check off the box and if you don't, you kind of feel like cheated that you didn't get that episode. Yeah, I feel like we've sort of been building like this for like all four seasons. Like we're building up to the prom, the graduation. There's been so much, um, I don't know, drama sort of about like what they're going to do with their lives. Like way back in season one, Archie was like, doing like I'm going to be a musician or like I've got to go get a football scholarship. And like now we've reached that point to where like that stuff starts to pay off. I don't think he's going to do either of those things. Right. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, then, then after graduation, you get the time jump. Well, I guess before, before 
graduation, we still have a few things that have to be paid off at the end of the season and concerning the relationships, right? Yeah, I know. And I think, of course, we're going to probably touch on our favorite ships, Bughead and Barchi and Choni. <laughs> but I think like one of the biggest curiosities for me is seeing how they write off the departing characters, like knowing mm-hmm. that we're going to be losing Skeet, um, All Rich's character. And like FP has been like a core part of the show, especially after Luke Perry's passing. He became like one of those core like parental figures, and so like, yeah. I'm so curious to see how they send him off. Um, and I know like they, there was also the talk about Marisol leaving um, as Hermione Lodge, but I think they worked out a deal. So I'm kind of excited to see her back in the fray, even if it's a limited role, um, because it's kind of been like that split. You have the parents, and then you've got the kids, and it's like the storylines kind of cross over and reflect one another. And I'm like, how are they going to send these characters off? And like the age gap they're like where are we going to find them in five years like how big of yeah the build up like what is this going to look like are we going to see too much skipping and then is it going to be like a mystery of like where is this person they're nowhere to be seen yeah that's that's really interesting and we don't often i think there's only a few shows that have bit done big time jumps like this at least from like a like teen perspective where we're jumping like formative years of like college slash joining the workforce etc to like being like actual adults now um it works out with like the cast members ages right because they're all older than high school so that checks out like that'll be easy um it'll just be interesting to see how they move through what happened to those people during those time you know what i mean like they're gonna have to come up with like a whole backstory and present it to us as if like it will be like relearning the like who these characters are, I think, because they're going to change so much. Right. Yeah. I feel like, and I think that's going to be something that'll be interesting with Riverdale. They've always kind of, especially with like the, the female characters, the fashion is played into the characters. Right. And so I'm curious to see like, what is five? Like, do they decide like, we need to make the age difference. So like, are we going to see like makeovers on certain characters where like <laughs> suddenly their style is completely different? Are we going to see characters who maybe like, with Cheryl, we're really over the top or suddenly like more toned down because they've grown over these last four, you know, four or five years. I can't remember the exact time jump, but it's like yeah. thing. I, I hope it's not jarring, like seeing like a character be completely like, I hope they don't do any big 180s is my biggest fear. Like I want, we're in love with the characters because of how great they are now. I don't want to see like someone who's like witty and like sharp, like Cheryl, all of a sudden be like a complete like soccer mom kind of deal. Like real yeah, tone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although she, she would kill it as a soccer mom, I feel like that would be <laughs> such a, a funny story to see. But it's like I'll be curious uh, to see how they evolve the characters with without them like feeling like inauthentic of who we've already like seen them be these first four seasons. Yeah, and I think I mean there's almost always so much drama like within the friend group, but like you have like the core four or five, and it's like it, they can't change too much because it'll change like the full dynamic of the show, which. I think that people are looking for like a little refresher. They're not looking for like it to change drastically. I'm worried about some of the things that have happened and like, do that, does that cause like clashes? Like have these characters not spoken to each other in like five years? Have they not like, you know, do they know what people they've been up to or whatever? So that that's like, I don't know how they pull it off will be really interesting. And I have high hopes. I hope I don't have too high of hopes though. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, the, the big lingering question is what's what's in store for the ships because yeah. everyone loves rooting for like their favorite couple. And I know they, of course, announced that um, Chris Mason is joining the cast as Veronica's husband. So, of course, Varchi shippers, it's like 
our initial reaction is why. Because um, I think everybody kind of, the hope was Archie and Veronica would be together in these five-year time jump. And obviously there's something else planned and it turns into what does that mean for Bughead? Is Archie with, you know, Betty? Did they, did he break them up? And I think that's going to fuel a lot of speculation and talk. Yeah. And I think with everything that happened in season four with um, Archie and Betty, and like, we still have yet to see that play out. And I'm hoping... I'm, I want to see it, but then I'm also hoping like I don't want to see it at the same time because it'll change everything, I think, um, with them. what? How do you feel about uh, Cheryl and Tony, though? I think I'm really curious to see because they're going to be writing in Vanessa Morgan's pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really curious to see how they write that story in. Um, right. Because whenever there are shows that do it really well and it makes sense timing-wise, I think what how is because we do have this time jump coming like they can fit the storyline a lot more organically than if like suddenly they had to write in like a teen pregnancy storyline we've seen so many of those i think it'll give them more variety um but i know the writers really focus this year on like that they're they want to do better for that couple and the representation there which i think is important to their audience and so i hope we see that like followed through with because you sometimes you see like so much promise and then there's like that lack of you know, the follow through and it's like the same old. So I really hope that they take what, you know, happened during the off season and kind of run into it and give them meteor stories and kind of focus on them more than just like being that like token character just to have, you know, in the episode because they're two great dynamic characters. And I always felt like we didn't get enough, especially Tony. Like they made yeah. her series regular, but then it was like, she was still not in every episode and like very bottom of the totem pole. And so I want to see her emerge this season is like a bigger player. I agree. Yeah, totally agree with that. I think it'll be interesting to see too how, like you mentioned, how they move forward with that. And then like how it changes in terms of like, cause she, I feel like that she's sort of been like, or they allowed her to be in like Cheryl's shadow kind of where like she can shine like on her own, obviously. So how do, how do they bring that out in like a limited season? Cause I think that, um Vanessa Morgan won't be around the whole time the full season at least I'm not sure if that's true but I would assume um I'm not sure though I'm just worried about Bughead for sure (laughs) yeah I think I think Bughead shippers I think there's worry there's like concern that they should be concerned like obviously when they threw that casting note out there they knew they wanted to create speculation like, yeah. because your immediate question becomes, is this going to be the wrench that tears Bughead apart? And it's like, I, f- I never saw this coupling coming. Like, in the comics, you never really saw Jughead and Betty, like, as a couple. Yeah. But it's like, mm-hmm. it works so well for the show that I don't want them to, like, break that off just to go with, like, the classic, like, oh, the comics, it's Archie and Veronica, Archie and Betty. We should put them with one of those two. I want to see them explore this new thing and see what that means for the characters. Yeah. I totally agree. The other show, we're running out of time here. The other show we were going to talk about is All-American. That returns January 18th, Monday, today, tonight. Yeah, so a lot, it feels like it's been forever again. I think what helped is we had a full season, so we actually got a cliffhanger. Like, it ended without interruption. Um, Yeah. But it feels like it's been so long. Like, even I had to go back and like, what happened? Season two's finale. Like, it feels so long. And I'm like, Oh, that's right. Spencer transfers to, you know, to Crenshaw. Billy's following him there. He's going to be the new coach. And I feel like those are the two things 
that are going to really set up this season? And like, what does this look like suddenly when Spencer and, you know, coach Baker are on one side of the team and then you've got Jordan and, you know, all the other players that were such a, you know, key part of season one and two are suddenly their opponents. And it's like, what's that rivalry going to look like? What's going to be like the change in the dynamics there? Because I feel like, how, what are you, how are you supposed to react when your dad leaves your school to go <laughs> coach the opposing team? Like, where does that leave Jordan? Exactly. They kind of took it like what happened the first two seasons and basically just flipped it, right? That's kind of what happened. Um, it'll be really interesting. I know it's, like you mentioned, it's been a really, really long time. I feel like I watched this on Netflix when it came out. I think it was like April or maybe May. And that was like peak pandemic. Um, and it was like one of the most popular shows on Netflix during that time. Like for like weeks was like top of the, they started doing the Netflix top 10 so we could keep track of like, what was at the, like, you know, what people were watching. And so it'll be really interesting to see how people respond when the show eventually does hit Netflix too. That because that won't be till like later this year. I think there's 16 episodes in the season. Is that right? Yeah, from what I gather, they actually it's technically like the shorter season, but they've always done 16 episode seasons. Yeah, so it's mm -hmm. going to be a standard season length for them, which will be nice um, because I feel like that helps with the pacing of the stories too. When you have 22 yeah. episodes, you've got to fill out. Sometimes you get those filler episodes, and I feel like with All American, like it's constantly at it's like it's building to that climax every week, like it's more organic. And, uh, I think it's going to be an exciting season. Um, I know I'm, I'm curious to see how some of the dynamic, cause they're also entering se uh, senior year from what I gather, but I don't right. know, like, will we be approaching a time jump or like, is that going to be another end game? Cause I feel like with football, how do you kind of follow like all these teams? I feel like, will we start to focus just more on the central characters around Spencer and yeah. the others? It's weird too, because like like you mentioned with senior year, football, it's so like a short season compared to like, I don't know, like we were just talking about Riverdale. Like we can see all of the high school stuff that's happening with graduation and prom, but none of that takes place during football season. So like, how does All-American work that into the show? I know they've done things in the past, like the, I don't really know football that well, but like, like the spring training camps and all of that stuff. And like watching them like work out and stuff. And like, I assume that this won't be the last season. It's too popular to cancel. So then does that mean at the end of this season, are we going to see like the next step of Spencer's journey? Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah. I feel like that has to be the organic step there because we know it's based loosely on a real, you know, real story. And so mm -hmm. I feel like the organic thing would be to follow Spencer. Um, and then it just comes out. I think the question will be like, who do we keep seeing? Like, will they do the splits, you know, focus where, okay, he's off at this university, but what's still going on, you know, with this character. And right. I think that's always like the interesting thing with you, with these different teen shows is it's hard. You, you can lay out freshman, senior, you know, all those key years, but once you get to senior year, it becomes that, what does the show become after graduation? Because it's, right. it's almost unrealistic to like assume that people don't go off to college in different States and like, they're going to pursue like different, some people enter right into the workforce. Some people join the military, go to college. There's all these different venues. And whenever a show likes like, oh, everybody went to the same community college and it's like, they're still in the town. It's like almost unbelievable. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. No, that makes sense. And I think, wasn't there talk, I might've missed this, a spinoff for All-American? 
Do you know anything about that? I remember, yeah, there was talk about a spinoff. Um, it was with the character they introduced last season that was connected to Jordan. And her, I'm blanking on her name, but I know the yeah. premise was they would follow her as she went to, um, went, she went off to college. And then like- uh, Is it Simone? Is that right, yeah, Simone? I think, yeah, I yeah. think that's it, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I think like that could be an interesting thing to see if, if they put the spinoff into play, can they just pull certain characters and put them on that show. Uh, but I have right. to admit, like, it's a weird, I, I wouldn't have pegged that to be the character they do a spinoff of. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like Coop would even work better as a, a spinoff. Like, they could really dive into, like, the music there. We saw Layla started to, like, kind of become her manager last season. And I know, like, when it ended, they were getting ready to go on, you know, the summer tour. And so I think that'll be a storyline that'll be interesting to see those two characters continue to build towards. But I feel like that would be more of an organic like spinoff of, oh, okay, we're going to do something music focused with right. and Layla and kind of dive into that because I feel like we, like audiences like her, but we haven't known her quite as long because like, we just right. met her in season two. Yeah. And it's interesting too, like, I know the CW spinoffs always like catch a lot of flack because like they always try to do these spinoffs, it seems like, and then like they never work out. Like what was the Supernatural one? Was it Wayward? Yeah, Wait, we had Wayward Sisters, it? and then That's they it, yeah. just like broke the Arrow versus Heart with the decision yeah. or with the the Green Arrow and the uh, yeah the Green Arrow and the Canaries. Yeah, that would have been oh man. I guess it's like they have so many shows though that like in only so much time to fill in their in their schedule, so it makes sense why they can't do everything. But they've built up these worlds that are actually like I mean the Arrowverse is crazy connected, and so it makes sense to like do more spinoffs. I could see like a Riverdale spinoff in the future. I mean, we almost had a crossover with Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Riverdale. That would have been really cool. Like the Archie comics are there. It makes sense to do something with All-American considering how popular it is um, and how limited like football can be, right? Yeah, I think it it's going to be interesting to see if they actually move forward with it because they, they are good for announcing projects and then not really following <laughs> yeah. through. And so I'm really curious to see if the All-American spinoff sticks and is actually like ordered to season. Um, I think there's potential and I, I think it's definitely got more seasons in it. Um, maybe not as many as like The Flash and, you know, Supergirl and that. But I think it's at least got two or three more seasons in it before we maybe get to the NFL League and they kind of have to look at the, the rights issues suddenly. of like, <laughs> yeah. oh, feature the NFL. I feel like that's the ending. <laughs> would be like draft night like okay and then like they just cut away and we know the rest from there like we yeah, can read that's, the story yeah that makes sense and then they can do then that becomes ballers i think the hbo <laughs> show <laughs> no we're almost out of time um do you have any last thoughts cody uh i don't think so just get ready for definitely two exciting seasons because they sure are I know they're going to keep us on our toes this season, especially after the long breaks. Like I know they're ready to dive in and keep fans talking for, for the rest of the season. For sure. And so we've got all American season three tonight and then Riverdale season five. It's crazy to even say that on Wednesday. Um, Thanks for listening guys. Uh, We'll catch you next week. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. 
At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.